Yeah, man, what's going on? What's going on? It's Worldwide Sounds Records own man, DJ Chase, man, the host of the pregame party miss podcast every week. Uh, Monday through Friday, every week, man. New episodes, uh, killing it. New interviews, you know what it is, man. Topics, all that music, giving insight to all, all your uh, artist needs, all your independent needs. So tune in, lock in with the pregame party miss podcast with me, Worldwide Sounds Records own man, DJ Chase. You know what it is. Let's go. Hello everybody, welcome to an all new Downright Sports Radio here on Dynasty Radio NY, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B. Today's show, we're going to talk about the NFL's Week 1, the baseball playoffs and how it's heating up, and I today I will end all debates <laughs> about LeBron James and the new era of basketball so buckle up get ready sit down turn on your phone your radio your tv however you want to listen because it's tuesday it's eight o'clock and it means one thing and one thing only it is showtime Chase, every time I turn around, you got some yeah, pandemic yeah. kill the world shit up your Ready, you know what it is. Tell em. That's how we gonna show it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Go, niggas, can I say I do the most? Both. All you want for saving for a post. Goals. Bring around a rosy coast to coast. Don't nobody coming close. Smoke a take it to the nose. Goals. Niggas, can I say I do the most? You can boast. All you want but save it for a post. And it goes. Bring around a rosy coast to coast. Don't nobody coming close. Smoke a take it to the nose. I suppose. Hold up, hold up. Wait, it's a trend. Lil' me's, they gotta be 10. Who me? I gotta be Gen. Who we? It gotta be him. Fuck you, fuck you. Tell, tell a friend. friend. Do it friend. ease. I gotta friend. extend. Enemies, I gotta offend Out of my, out of my, out of my way Niggas ain't really got nothing to say Come out and play, I'm on a wave Something like all the live long day Carrying weight, keeping it straight Smoking that green ass bouquet That's your friend, he'll be Drake Ain't no hole in it for the bait Hold up, wait, you don't know what you doing Who are you copy cooing? You gonna stop me moving? You in that sloppy music? I'm on time with the grooving You need shine, little grooming I cannot dig your grave But still we had the time to put you in There's 99 problems like I do have it's crunch time, you can bet there's no time to be snoozing These little boys got a lot of mouth, come outside for a bruising Pick a fate, hold up weight, no time to be choosing I'm nice with the pin and the pad, go hard with the gift and the gab AMC when I'm breaking them bag, hit yourself and then get in the bag I'm popular, still banging on deck There's a noose with this knot for you, you could be hanging by neck Get it correct Goals. Niggas, can I say I do the most? Both, all you want for safe before post Goals. Bring around a rosy coast to coast. Don't nobody come and close. Smoke a ticket to the nose. Goals. Niggas, can I say I do the most? You can boast. All you want but save it for a post. And it goes. Bring around a rosy coast to coast. Don't nobody come and close. Smoke a ticket to the nose. I'm so cold. Pull up, pull up, wait. 
MCs gon' take that shot Fuck with me, that's where it stops P.E., I'm on that clock Be peeing all on that block Heat steaming all in that pot Be scheming in all them plots Out of my, out of my, out of my face You can get put hard in your place In this race, you are the toy that's moving I'm ahead of your pace Carrying weight, keeping it straight Smoking that green ass bouquet That's your friend, he's a snake Wait for the funny move he gon' make Hold up, now, going up I'ma stay a master once smoke I'm here to blast you, give it to him Can't package you up, nigga Here's magic, charged up, I call static Straight boss and up all at it Hell yeah, microphone addict You soft, all padded Good game, John Madden Niggas knew this was gon' happen Niggas gift with the wrong rapping Finding out they all capping No sleep, no small napping One fight, we all scrapping Not a way to combat it Dumb shit, I'm not having Nope, gotta season it right I'm bees with the hype When it's me and it's Mike Get it going and I'm popular, motherfucker Catch me still banging on deck Got this noose with this knot for ya You still be hanging by neck Get it correct Ghost. Niggas, can I say I do the most? Boast All you want for saving for a post Goals Bring around a rosy coast to coast Don't nobody coming close Smoke Walk a ticket, ticket to, to the, the nose Goals <laughs> Niggas, can I say I Ready? do the most? Ready? You can boast yeah. All you want for saving for a post And it goes Ring around the rosy coast to coast you know Don't nobody do, coming do, close Smoke a take it to the no, nose How do you pay, man? Uh, if you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I take a sip of coffee because it is showtime. Everybody, welcome to an all-new Downright Sports, the radio show. I am your host, the notorious sports critic, Brent Reed, and we are on DynastyRadioNY.com, number one source for hip-hop and R&B. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But if you also, if you didn't catch it on uh, Dynasty Radio, then you're listening to the podcast, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor. If you're listening for the first time, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. But if you also listen to the first for the first time, most importantly, this is a sports show. Talk to you. And by a sports fan, uh, so much to cover in so little time. Uh, the NFL is back. Uh, week one has happened. It's not officially over. There are two games tonight. Monday Night Football. The Monday Night Football Countdown. Um, <laughs> but we're going to touch on uh, everything that happened on Sunday. Uh, as we close out the week, uh, if you're listening on Tuesday and you're trying to figure out, well, why the heck aren't you talking about Monday Night Football? That's because the show's being recorded a little early on Monday, if that makes any sense to you. So, uh, just to help you guys out a little bit, the two games, give me the schedule, the two games that I left for tonight, uh, if everything works the way I want it to, uh, you got the... Baltimore Ravens visiting the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. Oh, no, excuse me. That is dead wrong. Visiting the Las Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas in their new stadium, which I actually seen with my own two eyes personally when uh, I went to Vegas last year during the, the, the pandemic. Yeah, I'll tell you that story later one day. A little fun story, huh? 
turned it to be a nightmare. Huh. <laughs> um, we also will have the privilege and the treat uh, of hearing uh, Peyton Manning and uh, Eli Manning call the game. Like, how exciting is that, the Manning brothers? Because that's what everybody was striving for, to hear the Manning brothers call a football game. Like, yeah, that main... I mean... To be fair, those two did host Saturday Night Live separately, and it was funny. Peyton hosted, and it was hilarious. Eli even hosted, and it was hilarious. Eli just has that deadpan. Um, that's that. Uh, I'm Eli. Uh, <laughs> like, goodness gracious. Uh, that is not right. <laughs> so, I was trying to see what the second game is, but apparently I got... So I Google, um, pulled up the schedule just to show you how dumb the internet is sometimes. It gave me last year's schedule. Like, what? So I was wrong. There's only one game tonight. And it's just the Raiders and Oakland. Normally there's two games, but they're doing one. Interesting. Anyway, week one was pretty pretty exciting uh, for the most part. We had a lot of players yesterday that were making some noise and trying to make a point. Guys in new places. Guys with new teams. You had quarterbacks like, you got guys like Jameis Winston, now the starting quarterback with the Saints, trying to keep a job. A first, a former first round pick. There will be an episode where I'm going to address this double standard in the NFL. Um, the Arizona Cardinals took on the Tennessee Titans and they whooped them. I'm talking, they, Tennessee invited Arizona to their, to their stadium, and Arizona was like, nah, this is our home field now. Tennessee with a lot of expectations. They got Julio Jones. It didn't matter. Uh, Kyle Murray with his new, oh, snap, with his new wide receiver. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you just saw me lose. My mic just fell back. Like, wow. Um, but, yeah, you're talking about a game. I put it on, and I was just like, oh, this is over early. Like, you're making a point early. Like, you're not playing around. Uh, who else? We had the the, the uh, Alabama uh, trio that was just ten, uh, quarterback class that's in the league. Alabama, number one yesterday. Every time somebody did something, it seemed like they graduated from Alabama. It was just a little. It was just like, ah, oh, he's from Alabama. He's just from Alabama. He's just from uh, uh, Alabama. Uh, you had the... Sam Donald's revenge game. The Jets. Sam Donald told the Jets yesterday, you didn't dump me. I dumped you. Uh, that was that kind of game yesterday. You also had uh, the the Lion became a Ram as, uh, uh, God, what's his name? Matt Stafford, who spent 12 years in Detroit, went out to L.A. and just balled out. If you will. He didn't have like a crazy. We're going to touch on like a lot of these guys that didn't have like uh, huge passing games. And just for the most part had like very conservative games, if you will. So, you know. And then, of course, we have to ask the age-old question. Does Green Bay need Aaron Rodgers? Or does Aaron Rodgers need Green Bay? Or did he just have a bad game? So, that's what we're going to do today, and we said, so if you looked yesterday, and 
you paid attention. You had two guys return. You had Joe Burrows for Cincinnati. You had uh, Saquon Barkley for the Giants return. And one had a good game where he won in overtime, while the other makes me ask as a Giants fan, should the Giants, while Saquon's uh, stock is still reasonably high, start exploring some changes? And I think now yesterday could have been an anomaly, but when you you know when you have Denver travel to New York and you're the host team and you got your star running back returning, he needs more than ten carries. You feel me? He had ten carries yesterday. For a whopping 26 yards. This is the Giants' number one draft pick uh, two years ago. He's the star of the team, especially when the the, uh, the quarterback is suspect. Not even last year, uh, he showed signs that he could be okay. Daniel Jones so, showed so-so signs. But I said it when they drafted him, and I'm going to say it when the Jets drafted Zach Wilson. Now, these could be... Bad games. Everybody's entitled to a bad game. But I'm going to say it right now. The Jets had an opportunity to get Josh Fields, and they went after a guy who nobody heard of, even his own mama, and I just don't understand it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you waste a draft pick on a maybe when you probably had a a guarantee there? Uh, Even though Chicago lost yesterday, it wasn't because of... Uh, it definitely wasn't because of Fields, who didn't even start. And I can see why, you know, Chicago's O-line is kind of terrible. But look at the three quarterbacks. Okay, look at look at a lot of the quarterbacks. Let's just go like that. Look at a lot of the quarterbacks that started yesterday in the NFL, if you will. If you look at a lot of those quarterbacks that played yesterday, uh, you had... Uh, I call him Tuna, Taloa, uh, Miami, thrower, passer, Kyle Murray, thrower, passer, um, uh, Jalen Hurt, thrower, passer, The du- even even if you want to put Baker Mayfield in there, thrower, passer, uh, um, famous Jameis, more of a pocket guy, but can roll if he needs to, hey, even Teddy, the hybrid quarterback is I mean, you got Tom Brady, but the hybrid quarterback is kind of the next evolution here. And if you're the Jets and you're the Giants, and now what's crazy is Daniel Jones can actually roll. But if you're the Jets and the Giants and you're still trying to do these traditional offenses where he rolls back in the pocket, he looks left, he looks right. It ain't gonna work, man. You need explosive receivers. You need ex- you need a quarterback that can make it work on his own. It just ain't gonna work if you keep trying to do this 1972 style football. It's, I'm sorry, like Joe Montana ain't walking through nobody's doors no more. It, 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 something stood out to me before I just start moving on, but something really stood out to me yesterday. Um, and I, and. The biggest thing I took away from yesterday was we didn't have many explosive running back uh, uh, things to talk about. Like, you had Joe uh, Mixon, who plays for Cincinnati, who rushed for 127 yards. But then after that, everybody else was kind of like, eh. And we didn't have, like, you really didn't have quarterbacks like throwing 500 yards. 
but it's clear, it's clear the direction that the NFL's going in, and that direction is NBA style. We're trying to shoot threes. Now, teams that win tend to be a little more balanced, a la Tampa, but <laughs> you looking at the future, okay? You're looking at the future, and people just ain't paying attention to it. Uh, the Saints are embracing the future. The Saints basically told Jameis Winston, don't break it. Don't break it. Somehow, that defense looks totally different. Now, maybe Green Bay is just that bad, but the Saints putting up 38 and only allowing Aaron Rodgers, who got benched probably so you don't get hurt, but Green Bay put up three total points. That's the league MVP, kids. Unlike my favorite player, the true MVP, Patrick Mahomes, who basically said, no, 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 Cleveland. No, Cleveland. Let me remind you of your place in the pecking order of things. And MJ, the Michael Jordan of football, Patrick Mahomes basically just stole Cleveland's heart. Like, all them guys, the dog power, they were all there. They were excited. And then Patrick Mahomes, who should change his jersey number to 23, quite frankly, in my opinion, just balled out. Baker Mayfield, 300 yards passing, zero touchdowns. Now, the guy who's the man, Patrick Mahomes, three touchdowns, 337 yards. He only threw the ball 37 times. He just balled out. He did what he does best. He literally did his job. And it kind of helps when you got a guy like Hill and Travis to that you can depend on. Travis Keekley, the best tight end in the game right now. Tyreek Hill, one of the fastest. The play where Mayfield rolls and just stops and lets that thing go. Uh, uh, Hill faked out the cornerback and just caught it. And was like, I'm just going to take this to the house. Don't you worry about me. I'm going to score here. I got this. They're good. They're really, really good. And if, you know, I, you don't do a show without... You know, every week is catastrophic. Now, it's week one. It means nothing. There's a lot of football to be played. Injuries could happen. Hey, coaches could quit. Uh, uh, anything could just derail a whole entire season. But if week one told us anything, is that the Chiefs are still great. And some teams still just not there yet. Buffalo hosted the Steelers. A uh, Steeler team who basically started last year on fire and then uh, fire, fire, uh, a team of firefighters, as first responders, came and just doused them with water and cooled them off. But they went into Buffalo, a team with expectations of winning the Super Bowl, and beat them. And it looked like the Steelers' defense may be back because Josh Fields is a damn good quarterback. He's the truth. He had one bad game. He will bounce back. That division belongs to Buffalo, so it was theirs to lose. But and Fields, you know, we, we, he, he, he look at this. 44 yards rushing. The kid is good. He's got the game. He can he can run. He can go. But we're just going to have to see what happens going forward in that division, which brings me to two points. I'm going to make it just two seconds. And let's go over the new quarterback class from Alabama. I call them the Alabama quarterbacks or the, Alabama, the Bama trio. You have, I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> you have Jalen Hurts. In my uh, in Philadelphia, 
Tolua, who was Jalen Hurts' backup and then later took his job in Miami. And then you have Mac. I like that kid's name. <laughs> Mac Jones for the um, New England Patriots. And basically, you have one guy beat the other in a matchup of uh, uh, the, oh, you know what we should call him? The Nick Saban Trio. That's what we should call him. So, <laughs> you had uh, Mac and Tolua face off. Uh, Tolua would beat. Uh, we are just going to let all you guys listen to the show. The recording just stopped. I think I hit the keyboard and stopped it. So the point I was making was um, Matt Jones, New England, that's going to work out. Tolua, Miami could make things happen. That could be impressive. The AFC East is going to be exciting to watch. The Jets will still be a dumpster fire, but everybody else will be competitive. Now, that brings me... To my guy, Aaron Rodgers, everybody's favorite quarterback for some God strange reason. Not sure why he won the MVP, but a guy 40-something years old goes down to a team that was not in the playoffs the year before and takes him to the playoffs and then wins the Super Bowl, but he doesn't win the MVP. Interesting. Aaron Jones came out very publicly and basically was like, I don't want to play in Green Bay no more. I'm tired of playing in Green Bay. They get make me sick. I'm done with Green Bay. And then, for some strange reason, he returned to work, like most people should do. <laughs> and uh, we're trying to figure out, for the life of me, what, well, what was that about? And he got whooped. So, the million dollar question is, and I'm going to throw this out for a couple players. Is it time for something, like, if you're Houston, should you try to swap quarterback for quarterback? If you're the Giants, do you try to make a push for a one playoff run and just package Jones and Saquon and send them to Green Bay? Or hell, if you're New England, do you say, hey, Mac, you're good, but I want to get to the Super Bowl and you send them because, you know, Bill Belichick trying to rebuild is kind of funny to me because he's getting up there in age. So is there somebody now two things either happen. Aaron Rodgers told Green Bay, I want to be traded, and nobody wanted him, which I find kind of hard to believe, or, <laughs> or you know, Green Bay just didn't try. But if I'm Green Bay, I'm the Giants, hell, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'm considering moving some pieces around. If you're Dallas, maybe it's time to move Ezekiel Elliott. You can, you can find a running back, you know what I'm saying, like, you can... You can there's time to move Saquon. Like, maybe the pieces just don't match on that puzzle. That's all I'm saying. And it could be time to move them along. I'm just saying. Anyway, hey, this is Downright Sports. Thank you all for listening. Uh, today's show, we will continue on and on and on. The next segment, we're going to talk baseball. In the first segment, uh, the opening song on today's show, you got to hear DJ Chase's newest track, Ghost, which is fantastic. So look out for that. Speaking of DJ Chase, you can uh, check him out at the um, you can check him out the pregame uh, pregame show here on this DynastyRadioNY.com uh, Mondays at eight o'clock. So give him a shout. Come, I'm a throw one right now. Little notorious Big. Juicy, long as it plays. But we'll throw that on. And we'll be back in the next segment. Uh, this is Downright Sports. Chill. Chi-
Hi, this is Adam Bernstein, the host of the Roadie Rumble podcast. With 26 episodes in on YouTube, we keep grinding away with interviews from Rhode Island athletes, University of Rhode Island athletes, coaches, athletic administrators, and even media personnel from the Rhode Island area. So check it out on YouTube, the Roadie Rumble podcast. Just type in Roadie Rumble, hit that subscribe button. It would really mean a lot. And uh, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Roadie Rumble. Fuck all you hoes. Get a grip, motherfucker. Yeah. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the niggas in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Uh. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade Born sinner, the opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey e. B, Kick Capri Funk, Master Flex, Love Bug, Star Ski I'm blowing up like you thought I would Call a crib, same number, same hood It's all good uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga And personal with Robin Leach And I'm far from cheap I smoke stuff with my peeps all day Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way The Moet and Alize keep me pissy Girls used to diss me Now they write letters cause they miss me I never thought it could happen This rapping stuff I was too used to packing gats and stuff Now honeys play me close like butter play toast From the Mississippi down to the East Coast Condos and Queens in dough for weeks Sold out seats to hear Biggie Small speak Living life without fear Putting five carrots in my baby girl ear Lunches, brunches, interviews by the pool Considered a fool cause I dropped out of high school Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood And it's still all good, uh And if you don't know, now you know, nigga Genesis, when I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. 50 inch screen, money green, leather sofa. Got two rides, a limousine with the chauffeur. Phone bill about 2G flat. No need to worry, my accountant handles that. And my whole crew is lounging, celebrating every day, no more public housing. Thinking back on my one room shack. Now my mom pimps a act with minks on her back. And she loves to show me off, of course. Smiles every time my face is up in the sauce. We used to fuss when the landlord dissed us. No heat. Wonder why Christmas missed us. Birthdays was the worst days. Now we sip champagne when we thirsty. Uh, damn right I like the life I live. Cause I went from negative to positive and it's all.
And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Representing B Town in the house. Junior Mafia, Math Label. Alright, we are back, little Biggie Smalls Juicer. Yeah. <laughs> Legendary. Next song is one day going into the um, Library of Congress. I can promise you that. Game changer. Alright, baseball. Let's talk. The playoffs is uh, moving, moving, moving closer, and apparently some teams forgot that it's September. So, as we take a good sip of some of my lemon water. Um, currently, right now, it's looking bad for the Yankees. Um, huge Yankee fan, I am. And they, right now, playing Minnesota, a team that's supposed to be an easy win, and it's not. They're down five. Nothing currently right now. Uh, this guy Gill is on the hill. He's already thrown 82 pitches in six innings. They're keeping him in because the Yankees got a long week. Now, here's the crazy part. The Yankees went from uh, being in first in the wild card to being third and being going from second in the division down to the fourth. It's weird as week. Uh, the Yankees in the last 10 games are 2-8. and eight. The Blue Jays in the last 10 games, 9-1. and one. The Red Sox five and five. All these teams competing for the those wild card spots right now. The Red Sox. I mean, excuse me. The only team hotter than the Blue Jays right now is San Francisco. Is that nine and one as they fight back and forth for a spot um, for the playoffs currently right now? Uh, well, they're fighting for a division, and it's between them. And the Dodgers, and I'm here to tell you, this race between the Dodgers and the Giants is one that's going to be exciting. Like, if you think that we're not going to get down the stretch, and the crazy part is these teams don't even face each other the rest of the year, which is kind of sad. So, it's just going to be up to the others. Now, as far as the Dodgers, excuse me, as far as the Yankees, Red Sox, and Blue Jays, here's how their schedules play out. The Yankees got the one game, uh, one game against the Twins today, which they're currently losing. Then they got a three-game series against Baltimore, three-game series against Cleveland, 
three game series against Texas. Pause. Those games should be at least six. The Yankees should win six of those games after if they don't win today. They should win. They should beat Baltimore, even though Baltimore is who started beating them. They should be at they should be able to maybe split with Cleveland. And then they should be able to beat Texas. These are teams that are playing for paychecks at this point right now. Texas 53-89, Baltimore 46-97. If it wasn't for the fact, like, there, if it wasn't for the Arizona Cardinals, honestly, the Baltimore Orioles would be the, like, just people would ask, like, why is this even a team? Why have not? Why is it not like soccer, where if your team sucks this bad, you go to another league? So, and then after that, the Yankees' fate is in their own hands. If they can survive Baltimore, Cleveland, and Texas, and they can stay two, one, one game, half game here and there, they got Boston and Toronto, and then the Rays. By the time they play the Rays, the Rays should be resting players realistically. So the Yankees. The first part of this, they got a pretty fairly average, easy schedule, and then the gauntlet hits. Now, if you look at the J, uh, if you look at Boston, Boston this week, uh, Seattle, Baltimore, the Mets, Yankees, Baltimore, Washington, Red Sox may have the easiest path to the playoffs. Seattle, Seattle's fighting for a playoff spot, so I take that back. Baltimore's could be, I mean, uh, Boston's can be tough. Seattle isn't a give me. Uh, Baltimore always plays the Red Sox tough, but that should be a win. They play the Mets for two games. The Mets is trying to fight for a playoff spot, too. So, could we see Boston in the Mets? Like, could Boston miss the playoffs because of the Mets? Then the, the must-needed win. They beat the Yankees in that series. The Yankees is out. Boston can pretty much punch their ticket. Baltimore... Again, in Washington, it will buy them. We'll have nothing to play for. Washington is already playing single A players, so you know what the heck. Now there's the Blue Jays. If you look at the Blue Jays, the rest of the way they have the Rays this week. The Rays are still trying to clinch the division. The Rays ain't taking their foot off the pedal. The Twins, huh. the Rays again. The Twins, huh. then the Yankees, and then Baltimore. If the Blue Jays. Lose to the to the Rays this week, and then when they face the Rays again next week and lose, that could be it. Like that, the Rays could clinch the division and knock out the Jays like that. But the Jays is on fire also. So when you got Vlagarel, you got Ju- <clears throat> Junior just raking it, doing his thing in the last uh, seven games. 33 at-bats, 9 runs, 5 home runs, 5 RBIs, 4 walks, 4 strikeouts. He's batting 333. He is not playing games. He's trying to put his team in the playoffs. He's trying to do what other young guys around the league aren't doing as the Yankees give up another hit. I don't know what's going on. Oh, they got a new pitcher in. He's equally as bad. No, it's the same pitcher. It's Gil. Why is he still in the game? Sorry. So, um, you look at Vlad Guerrero Jr., I remember his dad when he played. His dad was one of my favorite players. Like, the guy never saw a pitch he didn't like. And how cool, how weird would it be? Because didn't Vlad play for Baltimore? Am I tripping? No. No, no, no. No. He played for Expos. He played for uh, the, he played for 
the Angels. I don't think he played for. For some reason, I want to say he had a Baltimore uniform. Any case, his kid is trying to get them to the next level and trying to get them back in play. Just two weeks ago, this season was almost over. And they just turned it on like three, four weeks, just three weeks ago. They just turned it on. So we'll see how this plays out for the baseball playoffs. And then, of course, uh, something huge out in L.A. So L.A. made a smart move. They went out and got Max Scherzer. Great pitcher. Great. I remember when Scherzer was on Detroit, and it was like, who is this guy? Like, he was he was great. He was good on Detroit, and then he just turned into something different. Like, he went to Washington, a team that already had, like, this next superstar kind of pitcher who was actually turns out to be he just likes to get hurt, and he's just, um, which I, I think he likes playing baseball, but I'm not 100% sure. And, um, I can't even think of his name. That's the crazy part. He hasn't pitched all year. But Scherzer helps, um, he helps the Nationals win their first World Series. He's got three Cy Youngs. He's one of the rare guys that have won a Cy Young in two different leagues. But could he be the rare pitcher to win a Cy Young on three different teams? That would be pretty interesting. Uh, I say the least. Uh, yo, he he wasn't Arizona. If you're Arizona, you're kicking yourself right now. <laughs> you had this guy. You had him and you let him go. But you look at Scherzer. You look at what he's doing. He was out in L.A. and he's killing guys. If you look at his numbers, I got his numbers. I swear to you, I got his numbers. It just matters wherever. Oh, two, uh, ERA, 217, lowest in the league. Uh, uh, over 200 strikeouts. 14 wins, and he would have more if he wasn't playing in Washington the first part of the year. So he, in my opinion, is the clear front runner for the play because he's, he's just mowing guys down. Last night, he got his 3,000 career strikeout. He is a throwback. He is a throwback. Matt Scherzer is one of those guys I look at and could have pitched in any era and been great. Like, that's how good he is. He's even better because guys, they swing at almost anything. You know, or don't swing, like looking at the balls, what matters. So I think Scherzer's probably just put himself in position to win another Cy Young, but there's going to be some hate, some hating uh, writer out there that won't give it to him. So we'll see. So uh, next week, we'll start talking about the MLB awards and seeing what's up going on there. All right, we'll touch on that. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to take a quick another break. Uh, I'm, th- I'm actually throwing some limp biscuit. I ain't. I heard the song and I was like, I want to listen to it. So, uh, in, uh, in the Limb Biscuit or Fred Durst and Method Man, go figure. And then, uh, we come back. Some of you will hear, if you listen to the podcast, you actually will hear that. If you listen to the radio, you actually going to get the news bulletin. So we'll be back more with, let's try this again. We'll be, we'll be back more with Tyrant Sports. I'm trying to flip the pen. I did it. All right. So doing it twice means it wasn't a fluke. That's all I got to say. We'll be right back, everybody. Working. We're safe. America is secure. You want my property? You can't have it. But I did you a big favor. I have successfully privatized world peace. DJ. Smoke in the charcoal, lava stamps and brands me like a 
a barcode. I'm dashing all the media strikes. I keep the media dikes. It's reinforcement for the fight. And not alone, I'll keep John Gotti on the phone. I'm tangled in the zone, I got the bees on the track. Where the fuck you at? The cow. Let me hear your pigeons run your mouth now. Shut the fuck up. I'm plugging in them social skills to keep my total bills over a million. The last time I checked it, thank God I'm blessed with the mind that'll wreck it. Wait until the second round and knock them out. They call me Big John Stud, my middle name Mud. Dirty water flow, too much for you thugs. Uh. That can't stand the flood. What up, Doc? Hold big gun like Elma Fudd, the show shot. Mr. the map, I'm unplugged. Learn, temperatures too hot for sunblock. Burn, playing with minds to get you state time. Lock behind 12 bars from a great mind. Killer bees in the club with his ladybug. Brought his sword to the dance floor to cut a rug. Love is love all day till they throw slugs. And take another life in cold blood. Can't feel me till it's your blood. Murder race tremendous, crime is endless. Same shit, different day. Father forgive us. They know not what they do. All praise is due. I'm big like EZ and Big Bear Bull. What's that? I didn't hear you. Shut the fuck up. Come on a little louder. Shut the fuck up. Everybody in the governor. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Fuck up, come on a little louder. Shut the fuck up, everybody in the cabinet. Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Dead calm, dead white dawn, dead weight, they dead wrong, let's get it on, uh, 12 rounds of throw down, who hold crown, protect land with four pounds, Lamp biscuit, get around like merry go, bust a scenario, coming through your stereo, wild risk it, lifestyles of the prolific and gifted, eight essential vitamins and minerals, delicious, word on the street is, they bit my thesis, knocked out they front teeth is, trying to taste mine, acting like they heard through the grapevine, dope feeding for the baseline, two for five rounds, pharmaceuticals, hardest nails to the cuticle, Where'd you find that monster? She beautiful. Wu Tang and Limp Bizkit. Roll on the set, kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, and then jack. Mike check. So what's it all about? And where we gonna run? Maybe we can meet up on the sun. Discretion is advised for the blood of virgin eyes. We're limping on the track with the method. So get the sun blocked. You're getting one shot until you dissolve. I revolve around everything you got from out of nowhere. Prepare, you be blinded by the glare. I told you not to stare. Now you're turned into stone without a microphone. But don't you forget you're in the zone. So shut the fuck up. show up if you will hey coming on next right after me uh you have the mra podcast colin kamar two comedians who basically 
let ladies know what men really think when the ladies are not around. What are we, the toys from Toy Story? <laughs> uh, just uh, listen to that and have some fun with that. Again, check out DJ Chase Mondays, the pregame party bus. But you can listen to him any day. Go on YouTube and watch all the interviews. The man uh, who single-handedly... What just happened? The man who single-handedly is um, letting everybody into the world of the independent artist. You know what I'm saying? So, this is, you know, music industry is huge. There's a lot of independent artists out there. And Chase is interviewing all of them. So, there we have it. Uh, we... Uh, so, I, was, I had a different segment prepared for this, but... What ultimately happened is I was on Facebook the other day, and I'm in a lot of different sports Facebook groups, and one of them is a basketball group, and my Saturday, I think, yeah, my Saturday kicked off with some guy putting a, a, a photo of LeBron on LeBron on LA and Jordan on Washington, and it basically was like, LeBron was better than Jordan because when he got to his team, he won him a championship after the second year, and Jordan didn't even make the playoffs. And it was like, what? <laughs> what? What did you just say? Like, what did what ignorance did you just put? Like, you should be condemned. Here it is. Here it is. I found it. Jo- uh, join a losing team. Two years later, retired. Joined a losing team. Two years later, championship. The retired is Jordan. The championship is LeBron. This photo or meme or whatever, Griff, whatever you want to call it, is the stupidest argument anybody can make. Now, he tried to make an argument with me. He tried to make a case because I commented. I didn't even hesitate. I thought I had to shut this down early. He, whoever this guy is, I don't want to... Uh, uh, just throw his name out there, but I also want to dignify his foolishness either. And he basically, his argument to me was, well, bro, he won the championship. <laughs> Did he forget that the, that the Lakers had three losing seasons? They lost two before him and lost the first year with him. LeBron, the team was so trash, he didn't even continue to play. He was hurt. He was hurt. If, and I think the argument I made was, I was trying to find this foolishness this guy wrote, but forget it. The argument I made was, if you want to blame Mike for anything, blame him for being a poor GM, because he put that garbage team together. But if you're LeBron... You're, you you got Anthony Davis. You got one of the best players. Like this is let's just stop. Let's just, let me fix this piece of paper. Let's just stop. Okay, let's let's stop the madness. The year LeBron and the Lakers won the championship was one of the most unique seasons we've ever seen. Part of the season was just done. It just stopped. They they took like a, they took a two month break. Came back, played in a bubble, if you will. And teams who were probably more geared and ready for a playoff run just was either like overwhelmed players, didn't want to play, people want to be with their families. We didn't know if we were even going to be around. You get what I'm saying? Like, you weren't 100% sure you were going, you know, if everybody was just going to live to see the next day. 
And the Lakers went to the finals and placed a Miami team nobody was expecting to be there. Okay? Like, nobody was looking for that Miami team to just make it to the finals. Do you get what I'm saying? So the Lakers go, and they won. They're the champions. Sarah, Sarah. But LeBron, I mean, yeah, LeBron's team was consisted of some very good talented players and one, if you say so, one of the top 10 players in the game today. Look at Jordan's Washington. I can't believe I'm defending this crap. Like, if you're going to compare it to, why not compare Mike and LeBron when both were in their prime? And don't give me statistics because we all play to win a championship. Like, enough's enough. Losers say it's not all about championships. That's, if you play a sport and it ain't to be the best at everything, then you just wasting your time and you're just collecting a paycheck, which more power to you. Go get all that money you can. But there's going to be winners and losers, and LeBron tends to have lost a lot more than Jordan has. Jordan's team had Jawan Howard, Yankees head back to the wall. He made a great catch at the wall. A great catch. That should have been a home run. Was it a home run? Somebody scored. I don't know what just happened. I honestly don't know what just happened. Hold on. My argument stops. Yankees are more important. Back to the track. Hits a ball. Back to the track. Warren Power. He caught it. Why did it look like? I don't know what the heck just happened. And so, yeah, he caught it. I don't know what they're showing it for. Anyway, he had Jawan Howard, Brandon Haywood, Rick Hamilton, who was still young and was still a pup, Christian Leitner, which would only, him and Jordan teaming up would have only been good if Christian Leitner had a Duke uniform on, Teron Liu, who started coaching then because, remember, AI stepped over him, and in Jordan's favorite draft pick, Kwame Brown, okay? We all know how Kwame Brown's uh, season turned out. If you want to even look at the, the the next season roster, okay, Jordan, Larry Hughes, who later will become at least a good player, uh, Jawan Dixon, Brandon Haywood, Charles Oakley, who was like a thousand years old, uh, Jerry Stackhouse, eh, and then the same crop of guys, okay, same crop of guys. So you take that roster, if you will, you take that roster, and... You put you stack that roster up with the 2020 Lakers roster, okay? With LeBron James, okay? Uh, Kyle Kuzma, who I would take over any of those guys I just said. Um, this uh, Anthony Davis, Demarcus Cousins, who I don't think played Avery Bradley, and Dwight Howard. Rajon Rondo, I mean, almost the lineups do almost stack up, but Anthony Davis is the, <laughs> he's the timebreaker, if you will. Rajon Rondo is actually a damn great point guard. Like, if you gave Jordan Rondo, if you gave Jordan Dwight Howard, heck, if you even gave Jordan J.R. Smith, he probably would have been better. Like, let's, let me just call it like I see it, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm stop looking for arguments to compare the two. I've, I'm going to end all debates here today. All debates and with me here today. I'm declaring all debates over. We no longer will compare guys to... We're no longer going to compare guys to to others in basketball. I think it's unfair. I don't think we could do it. Because you can't have... People can't have intelligent conversation. Okay? 
If you if if you're going to say Mike's the greatest because he got six championships, your argument is wrong because Bill Russell led a team to eleven and he was the coach on one. And I say Bill Russell led because if they had Bill Russell was the best player on his team when he played. That's clearly the argument. He didn't have to score because the game was played differently then, and his defense affected the gameplay. Go back and watch his highlights. Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain, one of the top two greatest big men to maybe ever play, top three, because top three greatest big men to ever play, said himself playing against Bill Russell used to piss him off because Bill Wilt 6'2", Wilt Five, I mean, I mean, excuse me, Wilt six seven, I mean seven foot tall, Bill six nine could shut him down. All right, you move to the seventies. That is kind of a that's kind of anybody's game. You Kareem probably we could just tip our cap to Kareem, but Kareem was the man. But then you go to the eighties. Bat Magic and Bird share that title. You feel me? They share the eighties. Uh, before that, um. Uh, you, uh, Jerry West, you could throw him in the 70s too. The 90s clearly belonged to Jordan. Clearly. Clearly. I had to do the Donald Trump. Clearly. But then the 2000s came. And then the 2000s had a. a this, who was the standout in the 2000s? Kobe, Shaq. Shaq ran the first three, the first three years. Then after that, Tim Duncan. Uh, you could throw Tim Duncan in there. You could. Dirk Nowinski can make an argument, but it's a very it's a very quiet argument. Kobe Bryant, I know we all love Kobe. Kobe got one MVP award, and Kobe, you forget those dark years for the Lakers before 2008 when the Lakers resurged and made it back and all that stuff. And then after that, it died like a plane crash. And you can honestly say that LeBron's error and run and his dominance didn't start until... To, to when he got to Miami, when he got to Miami, he became Hollywood Hulk Hogan and told the world who he was. But even then, it was short lived. The four years in Miami, he got two championships, two playoff losses, and um, one of them was to Dirk Nowinski, the other was to Tim Duncan and Kawhi Leonard. And then after that, he allowed Kevin, he allowed Steph Curry to step in the door and make an argument at being the best. He allows Kevin Durant to step in the door and make an argument to be the best. He allows the Greek freak to step in the door and make an argument to be the best. So, there's there's guys who dominate. So, the argument shouldn't be who's the greatest. The argument should be who's the most dominating. And now, we're changing the narrative, as they said in uh, Hamilton. Let's change this narrative. It's not the greatest player. It's the most dominating player. Who dominated basketball better than anybody? Michael. Clearly. When Mike took over after Magic stepped, you know, Magic retired, the, the Detroit Pistons run ended because the NBA disbanded that team pretty much, and the Celtics were no longer the Celtics anymore. When Mike said, you know what? I'm signing my name on that NBA logo every single day. This is my league. Let's go to work. He got Scotty. He got Phil. But he said, let's go to work. He made it clear. You took him out the league. Houston had their window. You put him back in the league. Houston's windows closed and so was everybody else's. When people talk the 90s, they go Jordan and everybody else. 
When people talk LeBron in the 2000s, it's LeBron, it's KD. You can make argument Kevin Durant's better. You can make, like you can make arguments. Jordan dominated clearly. So no more who's the greatest. Who dominated? Just gonna leave it at that. Who would you want one game? Your life's on the line. You want LeBron or you want Jordan? I'm just asking. I'm just asking because I know one guy is not afraid to take the last shot. While the other guy is always looking for somebody else to take the last shot. I'll leave you off with this. If We go back to the Washington-LA argument. Michael Jordan was the the man. He, he was the general manager of the Washington Wizards. Are you telling me you think he couldn't make a trade for Tim Duncan or... Or whoever, uh, who was who was great in Allen Iverson, um, Jason Kidd. You know he he did, he couldn't make a trick. No, he said I want to play them, and I want to beat them. Now turn it around. While LeBron's an executive, because if you think LeBron was in GM on those Cleveland teams and now with LA, you are delusional. The first time he got to Cleveland, he made it clear, go get me Kevin Love. Just didn't work out, but go get me Kevin Love. Kyrie Irving saw him and was like, nah, I'm an alpha. I don't want to ball with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he, there's a, there's a distinctive difference in the two. LeBron is great. He's great. I mean, there's no, listen, a grilled cheese sandwich is fantastic. It is. But a grilled cheese sandwich with some bacon is just that much better. Think about that. All right. Hold on, hold on. Does that make sense? Okay. So, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's been fun. Thank you. If you watched on Facebook Live today, it has been uh, it's been a pleasure. It came on a little early, so everybody can relax and watch some because I ain't want to compete with Monday Night Football, quite frankly. So next week, the show on Facebook Live will be back at nine o'clock. Um, if you will, going back to nights, you know, the, the dark night returns, um, check us out at TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, join the Facebook, uh, uh, group, uh, downright sports, uh, email the show at downright sports 11 at gmail.com. If there's a subject you want me to talk about, email it. If you want to shout somebody out, email it. If you make music and you want it played on the show, email it. So email it at downrightsports11 at gmail.com. Um, and also check um, subscribe and become a and follow at uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor. A lot of places. <laughs> and then uh, stay here. If you're listening on, Dyn- listen on DynastyRadioNY.com, stay here because coming on next the MRA podcast with Kyle and Kamar, two comedians that let you in the world and the mind of what men think, and you can have some fun and laugh, all right? So we'll, uh, ne- we'll be back next week, new show. Um, it's a couple topics I want to work out, but I may wait a few weeks to do it because the NFL's giving so much to talk about, and the, play- the baseball playoffs is rolling. So I appreciate you guys coming on next. You called me and told... Uh, I'm not going to even try to sing it, but it's the song from Strictly Business, Jeff uh, Red performs it, so I hope you enjoy it. We'll holler at you guys. As always, be safe and don't be afraid of just a little shot. Deuces. Makes a mighty last shot at the bottom. Can you get lucky and get the right distance? 
But you keep on running and playing those simple 